For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. The 2021 NFL Draft features an exciting group of tight end prospects at the top who have the potential to become impact players. On today's episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast, we'll hear from Miami tight end Brevin Jordan, who spoke to Ryan about his time in Coral Gables and his future career in the NFL. Before we do, though, folks, I want to talk to you very briefly about Bet Online. Football might be over, but the NBA and college basketball and NHL are in full swing, and the only place that you should be betting on these sports is Bet Online. Heck, I'm going to go put some money down. I'm very interested in betting on some. MLB futures picks so if you're interested in that get ready for the MLB season by doing so make yourself some extra money bet online even covers award shows TV shows and reality TV bet online has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything that you can imagine and of course their online 24-hour casino head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I also want to talk to you folks about eBay, which should be your go-to source for sneaker purchases. Find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. Also for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over $100, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Now, folks, let's hear... From Ryan and Brevin Jordan. Welcome, everyone. Welcoming in Mr. Brevin Jordan, who is a three-time All-ACC selection at the tight end position, University of Miami. Actually, the all-time leading receiver for tight ends in the history of Miami, which if you have been well-versed in their history, we're talking about guys like Jeremy Shockey, Kellen Winslow Jr. We're talking about Bubba Franks. We're talking about Jimmy Graham. So many great tight ends. I have here, historically, the most uh, most productive of all tight ends. Brevin, welcome you into the show, man. Appreciate your time today. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, Brevin, I know, you know you're a highly claimed recruit, recruit coming out of Bishop Gorman High School. Everybody's very familiar, I'm sure, at this point with your background and with your career at Miami. You were able to accomplish so many great things, and even in this past year and only eight games you had over almost 600 yards seven touchdowns your your most productive season at Miami real quick before we start because obviously you're coming from 
Nevada, all the way down to Miami. I know Miami kind of sells itself with the history that they have, but just real briefly, yeah. what made that? What made the U the best spot for you overall? Well, what made the U the best spot for me was it felt like family when I went there. And not only that, but I'm from Las Vegas. Like, I'm from a city that never sleeps. It's constantly moving. And so just looking at the schools, the other schools that I was looking at, then looking at Miami, it just, it just felt like home. It felt like a hand in the glove. Like, I had to go there. Mm-hmm. And I know I kind of mentioned, you know, briefly in the intro, the great tight end tradition that, that has stood at Miami. I mean, when you're talking about schools that are tight end you. I feel like Miami is in that conversation, maybe number one with the names that you talk about now leaving, you know, only in three seasons to accomplish what you did as the old time leading receiver at the tight end position, three time all conference, just taking a step back and just appreciating the impact that you probably had long-term on the university. Just what are your thoughts and feelings about the impact you had? To be honest, I don't really, you know, think about it or feel it like that. I, I didn't even know I was, I, I'm the all-time leading tight end receiver. I did not know that. I didn't know none of that. I'm just blessed, man, to be in this situation, honestly. I'm just looking forward to this to this process and just getting drafted and just everything, man. I learned a lot from Miami. A lot, Miami taught me a lot about my technique, about being a better football player, about being a better person. So, I mean, I'm just ready for this whole process. Miami definitely was the cherry on top for me, though, to go into this process. Yeah, and I, I know when I was growing up, uh, Brevin, it was – the U was, you know, Ed Reed and all those dudes and that great, those great 2000, early 2000 teams that dominated college football, you know, and, and thinking back on those great teams with the Vince Wilforks, the Andre Johnson, so much great tradition. And then Miami, you know, hit a little bit of a lull. But now yeah. I, feel, I feel like Manny Diaz has things going in the right direction. I mean, you're talking about just some of the guys you guys have coming out this year with Quincy and, and Jalen Phillips and uh, Gregory Rousseau, even though he opted out of the season, like so much talent leaving Miami the way that you did, how excited should we be now for the players that are still there and the future of the program? No, oh, man, he did take charge. He's taking charge. He's not playing. You saw, I don't know if you guys seen, he made a lot of roster changes to the staff. Mm-hmm. He's not playing. Manny Diaz is a pure winner. That's all he knows. That's all he wants is to win. And he's going to take, he's going to take in charge, man. He's not playing around. Everybody on our team, I think 95% of our offense is staying. I think I was the only returning starter or a starter that left that left you know so I, the whole offense is coming back pretty much the whole defense is coming back they're back there with my guy Bobo Bolden he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna hold it down so I, I think next year is gonna be really good mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to ask actually about the defensive end position that you guys have coming out in the draft a little bit because obviously playing in practice in line a little bit at some age like you're playing against those guys and again I know Greg wasn't there this year obviously after opting out but seeing the talent that they have there Jalen Quincy Greg last year, how special are those pass rushers? Because, I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, I've had those guys going very early in every mock draft I do. I have Jalen going top yeah. 20. I got Greg going top 20. Like, so much talent there just at the defensive end yeah. position. And you being a guy that gets to go against them, it's such a, a large portion of practice time. Yeah, the talent the talent them three dudes had, man, was ridiculous. They made the games easier for me because I used to be in practice like, Greg is so long. Like there, there's three different type of DNs on one team. Quincy's a a shorter, more of a, a more handsy guy. He's faster. He's more a little bit more elusive. Jalen Phillips is just a freak. He's six 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 two sixty five. Runs like a four four. He's just freakish. And then Greg is just Greg. Greg is just Greg Russo. So I mean, block guys. They made the games easier. They made the games easier without a doubt. Them three dudes are freaks. And anybody who sleep even on Quincy, like Quincy's a little bit slept on. Just because he's a little bit later. If Quincy was 6'5", 6'4", 
he would still he would be a top 20 selection without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And I know, obviously, you you left now with uh, after your junior season, so you technically have one year of eligibility. I know, obviously, you're a you're a high prospect. You're a guy that a lot of people are talking about already. So it made sense for you to make the move. But just briefly into the decision to leave Miami with the year of eligibility, why was this just the right timing for you? For me, it was it was more about you know taking a chance on myself because I was getting told to come back to school, and it makes sense, you know, come back, try to win a national championship. Uh, uh, pack on your stats. So, I mean, it all it all sounded good to me, but I just wanted to take a shot at myself. You know, I'm ready to start helping my mom, start making some money. And not only that, though, but I've been hurt. I've had little injuries here and there the past three years of my, of my career. So it's like, I don't want to go into next year and, you know, get hurt again because it just does, that doesn't look good. You know, I want to start making some money. So if I get hurt next year, I'm, making, I'm still making some money. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how Miami did use you, uh, Brevin, because I know a lot of people, you know, you think of tight ends playing just traditionally in line, maybe busting some seams. I mean, you're playing slot receiver. They're throwing bubbles to you. Like, you're kind of like the modern version of tight end. Just talking a little bit about your game, what sets you out, in your opinion, and maybe what have been what have been the key important parts to your evolution over the last couple of years? I think my type of style is I'm just a playmaker. I'm an all-around tight end. I can put my hand in the dirt. I'll block. I can pull around. I can be in the backfield, pull around, block a linebacker. I can block a nose tackle. You can put me in a slot. I'll run a bubble. You can put me on the outside. I'll run a go. I'm just, a, I think, like, people try to label me as a one-dimensional tight end, and it honestly kind of takes me off because I'm like, man, I blocked. Before this last year, I was in line blocking, like, almost 70% of the time. My freshman is off me. I blocked a lot. So it was like, I don't know. I consider myself a, a playmaker, but a dual-all tight end. And plus, not only with that, I had three different offensive coordinators, three different quarterbacks in college. So it's like I had three different systems where I had to – you have to learn and adapt quickly, and not only that, you have to be successful at it. So if, for me, it was just like I'm all-around tight end. You can put me in any system I play. If I had to ask you, Brevin, is, are there some players – it could be growing up, it could be now, some tight ends or just players in general that maybe you watch a little bit, that maybe you t- try to just take some things from their game? Are there any players like that? Right now, I mean, I watch, I watch a lot of Travis Kelsey. I watch his wiggle, the way he moves. And I watch a lot of Aaron Hernandez from when he played with New England. He was a problem. Like, me and him, being Aaron Hernandez's size, the way we play, we're kind of very similar because he, he used to catch the ball and get some yak. He turned into a running back once he caught the ball. And that's what I like to do myself, too. I like to catch the ball. I like to try to take it 50 yards to the house. So, that's we're pretty. I think we're pretty similar in those traits. And I think one guy that was a little underrated on your team uh, this, over the last couple of years, Will Mallory is a guy that I really like a ton. The tight end, Mall- obviously, go back. He's a problem. Right, right. Yeah. What um, what's just being a guy that's in the room with him every day? What makes Will special and a guy that maybe we should keep an eye on for next year? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you guys right now, Will Mallory will be tight end one next year. Just because, I mean, Will, Will, Will was, Will was underused because of it was hard to incorporate, you know, two really dynamic tight ends. But people didn't get to see how that dude is. He won state hurdles as a senior in high school in Florida, in the state of Florida, with the fastest, fastest talent around in the country. So the dude is a freak. Like people just gotta have to see. He, he's the first guy in the weight room. He's the first guy in the meeting room. He's the last guy out the weight room, last guy, last guy out the meeting room. Like the dude is just does everything right. He's the he is the definition of a do it right all the time type of guy. And when next year he's just gonna perform because last year's gonna feed him the ball. He's gonna be the number one guy. Awesome. I, I'm really looking forward to it because he's been a guy 85, just keeps flashing on film every time I watch Miami. He's a and problem. Know, and probably, yeah, and everybody needs to keep an eye out for him. And I know one cool sure. thing about this class is. You're in a tight end group that is exceptionally talented this year, which is a lot of fun to watch. I mean, we got 
Kyle Pitts, Pat Fryermuth, Hunter Long. There's a lot of really talented tight ends. Can you just speak briefly about this, this group that could potentially be special and what makes maybe you set out a, a, at the maybe top of that list? This tight end group is special for the fact that there's so many different types of tight ends. Like there's not, there's not like, there's not just a six, eight, you know, 260 pound guy that's in line and tries to run seams. You know, we got me, we got guys like me that can go out wide in a bubble. We got Kyle Pitts, who's just, just a freak, just a natural freak. We got Pat Fire, who's 6'5", 260, can block, can run, Hunter Long, same type of dude. Like, this tight end class, I think it's gonna, this tight end class is going to go down in history, honestly. I think people are going to be looking back and be like, wow, man, that 2021 draft class, them tight ends, boy, them boys were serious. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And, Brevin, one thing I love about you, man, is you can see on film, you can see who the talkers are in a good way because I can see that you have fun in the field. I can see you talk a little bit. Yeah. I know at the position that you play, just speak to the love that you have for this game because I can just hear just listening to you talk how much you love football. For me, I love football, so I'll, I'll put it into perspective. I love football, but getting hurt, it was my sophomore year when I had surgery on my foot, my Liz Frank injury. Yeah. That that offseason when I'm – when, like, they're doing the hard stuff, like they're running on the track, you know, they're doing mat drills, they're they're in the weight room squatting four, 400, 500 pounds, and I was on the sideline watching. Like, I think that point in my life is when I realized – like how much I love football, just being away from it, being away from the guys, the the relationships you build with the, the team, the coaches, everybody. I just missed, I missed all of that. So when I'm on the field, I'm out there getting full energy. I'm full go. I don't want nobody to ever question my effort, my toughness. I'm just out there. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying, you know me, I'm trying to break a nose. I'm trying to break somebody's nose. I'm trying to be out there and just play football. Love it, man. I love it. That's what I love about you. You can see the energy the minute you pop on the film from number nine, which is so much fun to watch. And I know that, um, it's a little bit of a weird draft cycle. Like we saw in 2020 with the cancellation of pro days and different, it's a little different. Now the combines not going to be the same format. Obviously I know they're going to try to get some guys in there for medical and all that good stuff. But for you throughout this process now, what have you been doing? Where have you been training? And do you have a date for your pro day yet? Yeah. So I'm training in phase one. I phase one in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm back home. So I'm eating home cooked meals. My mom, my mom, with my mom, my brothers. So everything's good. Uh, and really, my pro day is March 29th. Yeah, March 29th. And my, my body's changing completely. Like, before I started this process, I had no chest. Now I can, like, flex my chest a little bit. My arms are getting bigger. My body's fat. Like, you could tell I'm starting to get abs, but I'm still at the same way. I'm still 248. So it's like this whole process is changed. I'm just – I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see me – to let the scouts see me on pro day. So when they see, when they see me on pro day, they're going to drool. They're going to. And, and out there with phase one, Brevin, I know a lot of people are talking, you know, a lot of people, when they think about the pre-draft process, they think about, you know, you're running 40s, you're doing three cones, you're benching, all that type of stuff. That doesn't even count to the field work you're doing. I'm sure you're doing some combine prep, all those t- different types of things. What, what is maybe just a little sneak peek into what a daily process looks like for you in training? Woo! So, so, so I wake up nine o'clock, we got 40 starts. We have like 40 starts, like just combine prep stuff. Like we do 40 stuff, lateral stuff. Like it depends on the day. And then around 12 o'clock, I'll normally have routes. I'll run routes with my receivers coach, Coach Nash. And then at two o'clock is when we go in the weight room when we get big. So it's normally two, two. So I, I, I call it clock outs. I go in, have two, two or three clock outs a day, every day. And, and I, I, I need to ask this, and I'm not sure if you want to put it out there or if it's something you can even talk about too much. 
but I'm excited about some of the numbers that you're going to put up at your pro day. Can you give me just a little preview of some of the numbers that you might hit when you get down to Miami? So I'm, I'm going to run a low four, six, four, five, four, five, four, five is where I want to work. Like that's, that's the goal. That's the automatic goal. Four, five, 40, 35 vert, 35 plus vert, 10 broad, stuff like that. But the, I'm going to, I'm going to hit good numbers, but the main thing I want them to see is, you know, me running routes. When they see me running routes and they see you know, how quick I am, how quick I get in and out of my breaks, they're not going to, they're not going to know what to do. They're going to be like, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for it, man. It's going to be a showdown in Miami for sure with, with Jalen and all those guys. And down. you know, you know, if Greg, if Greg going to be down there for the Miami. Yeah, Day? Awesome, man. Awesome. I, that's going to be a, a lot of scouts are going to be in attendance for sure. I only have two questions left for you, Brevin. I, I know there's, these are the cliche questions. The ones you're going to need to ask a million times. Obviously this I'm sure has been a dream of yours for a long time to be a professional athlete, to be an NFL football player. Just speak a little to the blessing that that would be and how long this has been a dream for you. Woo! Man, I literally like it still hasn't really like I haven't soaked it in yet, you know, that I'm a that I'm a pro athlete, but like it's crazy. It's it really is crazy. Like, I don't know, man. You've been you've been working for this since I, I started playing football when I was five. So it's like I've been playing football every day, you know, with no pay. It, it's not it's not even that it's no pay, but I've been it's just like, man, I could seriously make some life-changing money. You know, I could pay off my mom's bills. I could, you know, take her out of her car bills, pay off my grandma's bills, you know, just make sure everybody's good in my family, you know, just that type. Even the base minimum, the rookie minimum, $610,000 is a lot of money in the real world, real world situations. Like, that's a lot of money. So just to be able to help my family out, it's crazy. I still have, it still hasn't soaked in yet. But I think when the combine and all that stuff, you know, starts coming around, then it'll be, it'll soak in a little bit more. Now, of course, I got to I got to end you with the most cliche one. There's every NFL evaluator, scout, front office exec. Everybody's going to say the same thing. Brevin Jordan gets drafted to my to my team. Come into my facility. The moment that you step foot on in the organization, what do you bring to them as not only a football player but also as a person? As a football player, I bring just a pure playmaking ability. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to make plays. Period. Like no man in any shape or form going to go in there and make plays. You can throw me a bubble. You can throw me a drag. I'm going to try to take it 60. I'm a running back when I get the ball in my hands, period. And as a player, I think they're just going to, they're going to draft a guy with a, with a huge smile. I'm um, a great personality. A guy that's just funny. You know, that just likes to have fun and truly loves the game of football. There's a lot of people that don't love the game of football that are, that are, and I believe are in the NFL that don't love it. They're just good at it. So they have to do it, but they're going to draft a guy that, you know, truly loves the game of football, loves to compete, uh, loves to hold his player, his teammates accountable. So I think they're just they're drafting a guy as a leader, you know. I, I was a captain at Miami, so it's like I'm gonna go in there and they're gonna I'm gonna hold the same same traits I had 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 at Miami into the NFL. Absolutely. So again, I'm here with Mr. Brevin Jordan, outstanding tight end out of the University of Miami, 2021 NFL draft prospect. You're gonna hear his name very early when April comes around. Brevin, appreciate you so much, man. Again, taking some time today. I know it's a busy schedule for you, but I'm very yeah. thankful that you were able to share a little bit of your story with me. For sure, appreciate you, Ryan. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.